Houston's number one fantasy sports show. It's the Wagner Wire. Presented by Audiovisual Consultations. ESPN Austin. Oh my God, my nipples are hard. Are yours? I was just Check thinking em. about that right Check now. Check them. Cutting glass. Are they? Mom, I'm, I'm actually spinning on the linoleum right now on my nipples, like a breakdance move. I'm quite impressed, actually. Can you see, see this? That? Is, this is why and we I'm, need the and camera. I am keeping breath control. Oh. How about that? Hey, man, that's that's the voice lessons paid off. <laughs> Did you actually know I had voice lessons? Yeah, oh, okay. dude, we, we've been doing the show for a while, so All yes. Right. I didn't know. I, I thought I thought you actually like took a, a guest. Welcome to the show. Happy Sunday to everybody. I am your host, Adam Wagner, along with my co-host, Justin the Smash Simmons, and our producer, Jack A. Farrell, bringing you in and off these Austin radio airwaves on 1027 ESPN Austin. You can join the conversation conventionally, of course, at 512 341027. You can call us or text us or hit us up on social media platforms. I'm at not the fake wags on Twitter and Smash is at the Smash Simmons. Jack is at Jack A. Farrell on that X platform. So, uh, and also, I guess, other social media platforms, Smash is at the Smash Simmons. So, guys, let's, let's talk about it. We just, we just, you know, kind of teased it a little bit with our nipples being hard. <laughs> uh, college football, it's back. It's back, baby, and and you know what? Are do you have it? Can we can we come in? Can we do it? Can, um, Stewie, uh, can, uh, 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 oh, 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 this, this is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why. Week zero. This is why I'm hot. You know, I'm. I want to be mad, but I'm not. I want to be mad, but I'm not, because I'm hot. <laughs> um, Notre Dame is unpatriotic. They do not like. I'm kidding. That's that's tongue in cheek, of course. Forty-two to three, beating oh, up Navy. That makes sense. That makes. Forty-two to three, beating up Navy. Now look, I'm not mad. Did we expect 
Navy to put up such a fight. I mean, this isn't the 1950s anymore where college football is actually amateur sports. All right. Back in the day when Army and Navy were beating up on the rest of, you know, academia, it's because they were the actual biggest institutions in the world. They were the ones that were the most fit. College football is no longer amateur sports. It, it hasn't been for a very long time. So therefore, Army and Navy will never be the powder kegs that they used to be. It's just not. So these marked, like, the matchup of, the traditional matchup of Notre Dame, Navy, not that anybody thought that the number 13 team in the nation was going to struggle with but, Navy. But you don't like seeing the underdog get a chance early. Not against Notre Dame. Zero. I mean, <laughs> not, don't you against remember? The, not against the marquee talented team like this. I like seeing football, period. But I mean, Appalachian State taking out Michigan. I'll tell you what, it's a testament of character to those Navy Navy midshipmen. That's that's for sure. Um, oh, man, that's, that's, a tough, that's tough. That's go. one way to get your... Uh, to, to get your career started, I with. think the worst part is that you had to travel all that way to Ireland. Yeah, I don't know. They got. They probably got. Look, but look. No, think no. about this. How many of those mid? You know how many of those midshipmen probably got beers bought for them? How many Guinnesses probably? How many pints? How many pints were bought? Oh, I'm sure that there was a lot taken care of. I'm just saying to travel all that way, get your ass handed to you, and then have to go back home. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just good to play football. Period. Now look, um. What, what 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 did like you never walk into a fight thing and you're gonna get your ass kicked you just don't oh never but that was <laughs> dude but yeah that, that was a really rough way and it to was start off like it was tough Jack I mean Jack alluded to it in pre-show what'd you say Jack like the first uh, play of the college football season that I got to watch was a fumble on a triple option play that was recovered out of bounds that's I was it. like we are back week <laughs> zero football college football back. the sport I love I felt I felt at home watching that. White number forty-five running back, <laughs> fumbling the ball on a triple option play in the year of our Lord twenty twenty-three. Um, in the year of our Lord twenty twenty-three, we have a Westlake superstar, Jaden Greathouse, uh, showcasing and showing out for Notre Dame. The freshman getting it done, man. Greathouse, like I just mentioned, uh, from Notre Dame. Uh, was he was he the first or second touchdown reception? Was that the first? Touchdown? I know he had two. But I think it was the third. Okay. I think it was already 14 Okay. okay. I, I got away with myself there. I, I thought for sure he had broke out with the scoring too. I didn't see the I didn't see the score log. I didn't go back and double check the score log. But. I mean, why would you? That game was over before he even really started. Well, and the cool thing about that too is is like it really does it's kinda like boom, explosion, college football's here, brother. You know what I mean? Like and don't get me wrong, like USC, you know, USC had a, a pretty decent game yesterday. Uh, who'd they play? San Jose State, too, I, th- I think. But it was, uh, it was, San Jose State put up way more of a fight than Navy did. All right, let's just say 21 14 and a half. We knew it wasn't going to last, though. But it's a, that's Lincoln we, Riley football right that there. That is, yeah. 56 turn it on. to 28 against San Jose State. Turn it on in the second half, too. That's Lincoln Riley football. Man, so. it sounds just like his brisket. He can't just get it just right. Just, nope. Maybe a little too overcooked, too yeah. singed, and then gotta gotta take it back and put the second hey, the second batch. They're, in. they're saying that Caleb Williams is. I think he's legit, dude. Potential front runner. He's the front runner for the Heisman Trophy. I would, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, 100%. it's a Lincoln Riley quarterback. He's gonna get the stats. They're gonna win at least nine games. And I can't believe I'm about to say this. Oh, we haven't seen a quarterback this dominant. This. With this ability to dominate, I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's Tebow. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know there's been other quarterbacks out there, but not in the system. Not with a— This guy can pass. It, well, Tebow really—exactly. But Tebow <laughs> really didn't unleash it you know, through the air. He made throws when he had to. But, like, Tebow was with Meyer for three years. Or four—what's four years? All four years. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're not—we're not really seeing—I guess— I guess there are instances where quarterbacks are staying with their their coaches for four years, but I'm I'm I guess I maybe it's the Mandela effect that I'm seeing just so many quarterbacks in the transfer portal now when they don't get their when they don't get their time right what right away immediately like we're so used to instant gratification and and um and just having you know having starting positions or having the ability to be to be starters when I say we I'm not a quarterback. <laughs> We're so used to seeing quarterbacks with the ability to start, and when they don't get it, transfer portal right away, boom. And but the interesting thing about that, though, is some of the real like elite quarterback prospects did actually sit. Like Trevor Lawrence sat, Bryce he Young did. sat. So and and now those How guys are going Bryce one overall for a two year, year or two. two. I think so. Yeah. But I mean, Caleb I think Williams, it's good for you, right? Like you should you should come in and be acclimatized. Understand, like, like, uh, and I'm not, I'm not preaching this because it's Texas football. I'm not, but I think it's a really good thing to have Arch Manning come in, get used to the flow of college, study, get some tutelage there, and watch Quinn Ewers go through it. Man. You know, back what I mean? in my day, you, you didn't want a true freshman starting a quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> well, what tell the us, there, Uncle Jackie. Man, I'm really scared for Ewers this season, though, because he has to be in the right space mentally. Because you already know any falter is already be calling for the sideline for a quarterback change this season. Um, yeah, it's but kind, I, it's it's kind of unfair, I will say, because it's not all on him. Because there was times that he did play very well last not year, not during the latter parts of the season. But that you did, saw, you didn't. To me, I didn't see enough consistency. You saw progression, but not consistency. I didn't see. Where enough. was the long? Like my only question is the accuracy with the, like he was unleashing it with you He's know got the arm. Uh, no in, in the beginning part of the season. And then the accuracy with the long ball stopped going away. Now, look, you bring in um, pieces like A.D. Mitchell. Um, you know, Sanders is going to have, a, I, I believe, return to form. Uh, we could have three first-round picks this year on offense. That's pretty nasty. With I mean, Ewers, Worthy, and then Mitchell, you know, Brooks, and, and let's see what let's, Overshot, uh, let's see what uh, Sanders. Let's see what Baxter can do. Yeah, let's see freshman. what C.J. Baxter can do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm not. You know, making Brooks an, an afterthought right away, but let's let's look at different sets. Let's look at different personnel. I'm excited. There's a lot to go on with this offense. Man. Oh, I talents there. You had BK on 100 weeks ago, and we were saying like, you know, for UT, they, they gotta get to not just the championship game. Oh, for sure. For the conference, but they gotta win it. For sure. That's I mean, that's expectations. Yeah. That has to be standards and at I'm, this point. And you know, I like to make fun of the Longhorn fans because I'm like, you guys don't realize how close you are to Aggie fans. It's it's like this weird parallel universe that you guys. Well, don't I think understand. they're both. A, it's both a cult. In, in certain instances, I mean, it's just one cult is worth two point one billion, and one other. cult does things a little bit weirder. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the other, and the other cult, which is the burnt orange cult, does things a lot better. That's true. I mean, look, I'll tell you from experience, people that go to school at A&M will drive to Austin to party because there's only so much you can do in college Oh, Station. we know. Johnny, we know John. <laughs> but I, I just see 
it's it's a lot of pressure this season, and they have a lot of expectations. Well, sure. I mean, an expect like I don't want to be. Well, oh, but I, I don't want to be say, like. Sometimes I feel like I, I get over my skis with the Longhorns, and I get too let down. And I was talking about this with BK on Texas Unfiltered. I mean. I was I was pushing out nine wins, nine wins for the longest time, you know, because you you got to think that there's that one there's that one traditional school on the schedule that's going to give the Longhorns their scare, right? And and the Longhorns are going to fumble, no pun intended, and lose that game. Yeah, it's always a Tech or it's always an Oklahoma State that just happens to don't play them this year, late in the season. Thankfully, are thankfully, they Kansas State. We do play Kansas State, uh, so that's, that's at so home. That, that's a little people, bit better but no, at home. But people talk about Kansas State as a team that Texas has struggled with. That was true in the Bill Snyder and Mack era, but I don't think Texas has lost to Kansas State. I think it's seven years. They played years. poorly it's up in Manhattan. Plus. They played poorly up in Manhattan, but not lost. That is true. Okay. That one, the one where basically a kick return was the or a punt return. Deshaun Jameson was Correct. the difference in 2018. Last year took care of business against a Kansas State team that and probably sh- did. They did win the conference and took care all. of business. And like. Look, we all know the 49 and nothing against Oklahoma. I don't know if that's going to be the same result, but I do think they will be able to handle the Sooners. I just do. I, mean, yeah, I think Sooners are getting a lot of love a, on reputation. They have never really made a bad hire. Maybe they did this time. I'm not a huge Venables guy. I think myself. Venables can figure it out, though. I think he'll figure it out more than he did last year, and their schedule is ridiculously easy. Texas is far and away the best team they play. Would it ever be possible for Oklahoma to turn into Nebraska? You know, traditional powerhouse. Uh, Jack, you weren't born yet, I don't think. But uh, remember yeah. when Nebraska was running the, the option? Tommy Frazier. Yeah. And, but, I mean, Texas well, is winning national Scott championships. Frost, Texas is flirting Tom with Osborne. that if, if the Sarkeesian era that's, doesn't work out. We're, we're pretty where, damn yeah, close to Nebraska, we're, I think we're the more. Ooh, that's. I think we're the more. I'm realistic there. about. Really? We, so we am were, I. Like, we I'm down awesome the first 10 years of my life, but the subsequent <laughs> 13 have been pretty. Like, I, re- I remember being fun. in the barracks in the Marines in 2005 and watching that national championship game. And then our commander actually being a Longhorns fan and giving us the Monday off because he <laughs> wanted to part. Like, that's how. Wow. That's how big, like, that's how big of sp- it means to Texas sports fans. Like, this dude gave a, a a battalion, a battalion off. You know, a battalion of Marines. Hey. Let's let's party. Let's celebrate this. That's a if you're not a long, if you're do. not a Longhorn fan, you're a Longhorn fan now. You know what I mean? That's that's the message he was creating. Yeah. Do you really need an excuse to party, right? I miss Vince I Young. Not really. <laughs> I I, ah, I got a picture of me. Young. So do I. Like somebody asked me who was the best. We had a uh, we had like a little conversation, like a little poll at um at my work at EA about you know who the best college football quarterback because we're we're talking about a game. You know what I mean? We were talking about a game that EA is going to make, and everybody's like, hey, so who do you think the best college football quarterback of all time is? And I had, I was getting ready to throw out VY, and I had to step, because we were talking about Caleb Williams, like what what, yeah, the what rating, potential. hypothetically, would we think that Caleb Williams would have? Oh, that's awesome. And I... You know, I said, I don't know, would he be the highest, is he the highest quarterback rating of all time? And we started thinking about, all right, well, let's think about the quarterbacks that have came before him. And He could be in that 99 club. He could. Yeah. But would V.Y.? Um, I think he might. Let's talk about the aerial attack of V.Y. How how much was on display in college? I remember a a lot of bombs to Sneed. I remember a lot of bombs. Yes, sweet. I'm sorry, I got it. Thank you. 
My, my man, Thank Lima you. Swede. Sweet. I, gotta... they, I, what, I was just watching uh, Hard Knocks, and I saw uh, Sneed for... Willie uh, Sneed? Willie Sneed the fourth. fourth. <laughs> Willie nice. Sneed the fourth. I just saw that, so yes, excuse me. Put my put the wrong the wrong letter in Number there. four. Um, he is the fourth one, for sure. Uh, but yeah, but and Swede was number four, actually. Mr. Limus. Um <laughs> But yeah, I do remember some deep balls, and I remember... Uh, was it Thomas? The, David Thomas. Uh, David Thomas. Super Bowl champion David he, Thomas. I believe oh, he was in uh, yeah. New Orleans Saint, uh, yep. New Orleans Saint. Yes. Um, good, good tight end. I was good in, football remember, player. Remember, I was a Maryland Terrapin fan at this time. and at, Still, yeah. In 2005, I, was, I wasn't a transplant in the Marines yet. I was still in North Carolina. I hadn't even gone to Hawaii yet. So I was still a Maryland Terrapin. But these were the impressions that the 2005 team left on me. I remember, you know, Benson and Charles in the backfield. I mean, how could you not? Uh, God, Benson left the year thinks. before. That's the Bijan parallel, is that your star running back leaves, and then you... Wait, you Benson was not on the 2005 team? No. It was Selvin Young, uh, Ramont Taylor, and Jamal Charles oh, you're was a right, freshman. Because yeah. the, and he fumbled during that. You're right, game. because the Trojans had... The Lendell White. The Trojans had the two. Lendell White had the back. bigger game, yeah. right? Lendell White and Reggie, and Reggie, and Reggie Bush. Bush had the the the, awesome, the the best play, the the lateral, the best play for the Longhorns. I think about it all the time. The best play for Longhorns. <laughs> you think about it all the and, time. And actually, my, the best the the the, the Michael Griffin the play pick that, is my favorite. Yeah, play the, of the game. exactly. That's exactly where I was going to go. The I play that, that I thought the play that goes to me is the fourth and one decision. Yeah. Right. The fourth and one decision, and then the pick. And that's those to me are the turning points of the game. Oh, you know what a USC fan will tell you is that Vince's knee was down on that one pitch. That's true. He when it was, but like what? to be like that was a turning point in the game. <laughs> but it wasn't. It no, was first and it ten wasn't. at the eleven it wasn't or something. Because you still had because you still had the the, the debacle with Reggie Bush's. Um, and yeah, I mean, we scored on that play, but it would. It's not like that was third and ten, and we like snuck it out. It would have been first and goal basically. We would have scored in like the next two three plays. You're and, not slowing down Vince. And then when. When people ask me to describe that last drive by like in what VY was able to do, I just say it's un like it's unbelievable. It's incredible because even at that moment putting your team on just on your back. Really did. Re- like that, that is the quintessential the quintessential put yeah. my team on you, my back you and go could now argue look stuttered in the boys stuttered in the boys by cl- cleared out and, and blocked and did their job, right? But allowed Vince to be able be able to make their moves, but it all came to fruition, right? It all that that pie became beautifully baked and that bell rang right at the moment to get it out of the oven right there man and i mean i don't know better now i don't have a better analogy for that because it's something that i just didn't see before and and when i say it's unbelievable it's incredible to explain almost inexplainable it's because i i remember the run i remember the play breaking down and i remember vy fourth and five fourth and five and then extending the play and then finding Finding his avenue of approach into the end zone, and then at the end, I I I remember the play, but I remember what Vy did right afterwards. Nothing. He just sat there and and he didn't celebrate. He took it in. He's just like, did I really just do that? And like, and that's that's to me when people ask me to explain and describe that play. This is feel like I try to be empathetic at that time and 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 try to try to explain the feeling that Vince had because that's what I saw during the run. It's just like incredible. Like something had someone having an outer body experience yeah, and, and ascending to godlike mentality and godlike level of, of gridiron play and, 
and being a man amongst boys because that's what happened on that play. I think up until 2015, that Cal game where Gerard Hurd lost his mind, the the one-hit wonder Gerard Hurd game, that was the most all-purpose yards by a Texas player in any game was Vince Young in the national championship game. So there, let, there, let me ask you really. Quick. I will hear just one. I Go will hear it. arguments that Vince Young is not the best college quarterback of all time. I think that the arguments are not on Vince's side, but I think that is the that performance is the single greatest individual. I agree. Oh, easily. Uh, and then and then you can go back to to top five where his performance against Michigan, Michigan. the year before. And he yeah. said, "In we'll the be rose, back. in and the rose." Didn't like I got in the ass. Like you talk about cutting. You talk about nipples cutting glass. I'm, I got. Goosebumps right now talking about Who's this. Who's a kicker? Dusty Mangnum or something like that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good kicker name. Um, but and, and then we'll get we'll get to Smash's point here. But yeah, to uh, to to go back to like picking you know this conversation that we were having about you know rate QB ratings for you know video games and stuff like and who was the the best quarterback? I wanted I had to throw out Vince, and then people remind me, well, I'm dude, Tebow, bro, like Tebow, no, and. Tebow's got the hardware. He's got the hard look. Yeah, look, but we're talking he, about it, intangibles. One hundred percent. You gotta take all that all right, other Brian stuff Billick, out of Brian, the universe. We gotta leave Brian Billick's language out of this. I'm talking about what I saw on on t on TV on film. I saw two Heisman Trophy winners with Tim Tebow. That doesn't mean anything. It, it's it's hardware no, and no, it's no, national. No, no. Wait, 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 no, no. I'm gonna die on this hill. Let me tell you about that team. Let me get my statement out first, and then you can die on your hill all you want. <laughs> Tim Tebow, this and again, this is still the co- the best college quarterback. We're not talking about best ratings. No. We're not talking about no. best ratings. Let me finish, Smash. I'm just telling you. Vy, I would say is the better quarterback, but it, it's going to go down on hardware. It it just it absolutely will, man. No, I man. hate to say it. I hate to say it. Until we see a different change in the criteria, it's going to go down like that. It just does. It doesn't matter that Tim Tebow was not a better quarterback than Vince Y or than VY. It doesn't matter that uh, that Cam Newton was a better quarterback athletically than than Tim Tebow. Easily, it's just going to go down like that. And I, I again, I said this regrettably and reluctantly. I have to throw Tim Tebow out there because of the pedigree and. That, uh, criteria of stats. But that hardware isn't just his. No, look, kid, I know that. Look but who was I'm on that team. Look Dude. who was on the team. You had the Pouncy Twins? Those guys? That same argument goes you in had reverse. Hernandez? That same argument goes in reverse for Ken Dorsey with the Miami Hurricanes. That's Smash. why he's not a, that's why that's why Vince. he's not in this. And Vince. That defense was stacked. First yeah, round picks yeah, all over the place. Yeah, you're going to have to have a good defense, but we're talking about the offense and you can arguably say that VY carried that entire offense. Just as Tim Tebow, but he didn't who was on that offensive line with him that was the first round pick? There were there were that that was a good line. It was the a good Florida line, Gator somebody, line? No, I know the Florida Gator line. That that Texas line in 05. Uh, Casey Stutter was Lyle Senline. Senline was on there. Yeah, he was career. a guard. He played in the. He played for uh, Arizona. Um, who was on? I can't remember the right tackle. Um, Look, I'm just saying that I feel that Tim Tebow had more weapons at that time for his run. Yeah, I will agree with that. And a lot of the reason for his success is because of the weapons that were built around him. Because we obviously saw that. I would say scheme. And then you could also say that's the same thing for for Caleb Williams then too, or Spencer Rattler. For yeah, that. but I feel, any any of those Oklahoma quarterbacks. But, but I feel like oh, you know, for Williams though, you can drop him into another system and he will find success 
as for, as for Team Tebow, obviously that was never going to be the case. I don't know. He beat Pittsburgh. But I, th- I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Demarius Thomas, rest in peace. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's the the hardware is always a tough thing because like, do I think I that, hate that criteria too, dude? But do I think that James Harden is like one of the five best shooting guards of all time? Yes, but is he because of all the playoff stuff and the lack of championships and lack of hardware? It does knock you down a little bit. It's like who's the better and Vince player? never won the Heisman. Maybe he should have. I'll hear that argument, Ooh. but. Yeah. He didn't. I think Dan Marino is one of the best quarterbacks to ever do it. I think if you, I mean, Dan Marino also, I think at his, at his ape, like his best wide receiver ever might have been Duper. Like, <laughs> yeah, think, like, like think about duper. that. I will go to the grave thinking that Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady at playing football, but Aaron Rodgers is not the GOAT. It's, I mean, true. It's what, just it depends cri- on what you're basing. It's the on, criteria, right? Smash, that's I, before us. I agree. It's, it's, it's the criteria that's before us. How do you weigh it? I was always a big of. Charles Barkley fan, so I had to learn how to ignore, like, okay, he never won a championship, but we obviously know he was one of the best power forwards of all time. Yeah. Greatness and I'm not goodness conforming are to it. I'm just stating what's in front of me. <laughs> I know, but we got to get those people and we to change break. their Jack minds. Is, Jack is getting ready to hit us. We have to break. Hey, great conversation. I love the passion. Uh, we will get back into it on the other side. Um, we also got Al Walsh coming on at the 1145 mark to talk about all the stuff that he has. We'll have some smasher pass on the other side. Don't go nowhere. Every hour brought to you every hour the only hour brought to you by audiovisual consultations more wagner wire on the other side welcome back to the wagner wire 1027 espn austin y'all know the sound of this tune the sound of the jam that feeling's coming back isn't it i got goosebumps you got them Mm. are you easy i'm feeling easy i was just thinking got nfl on my brain yes uh. Uh, I'm easy like Sunday morning. Sing it with me. Yeah, yeah. Bob Easy. I am not Lionel Richie, but I'm singing with all y'all because I am happy, baby. Football is back. Week zero in the books. Week one. Here we go. Here we go, Rice. You're going down. <laughs> yeah. Gonna be a bad day for Rice. Jack, thank you for that. That is Jack A. Farrell bringing us in and off these Austin Radio Airwaves 1027 ESPN Austin. Every time we do this, we are brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations 512 255 8678. That's 512 255 8678. The very best in Austin. Setting the standard for 35 years now in audiovisual automation. You need some uh, you need some assistance there on your back patio with the chimenea coming in for that fall atmosphere with football season around the way. I was going to say, how can you even give think him a about call, man? Right give him a call. 512-255-8678. Audiovisual consultations. All right, guys. It's time. Smash your pass. Welcome to America's favorite radio game show, Smash or Pass. Today's contestants, Adam Wagner and all of you. Now, here's your host, Justin the Smash Simmons. And it has a good to see everybody, obviously, but it's been a little sad because... I, I'm obviously a big pro wrestling fan, and we've had some deaths, but even more so, a game show fanatic, right? And the GOAT, 
has uh, has passed on as the legendary Bob Barker passed away yesterday. So I, I do have to lead off. It got me thinking. So would you say smash or pass Bob Barker, best game show host ever? Ooh. I don't know. Who's that guy that felt every woman up? <laughs> And oh, kissed every woman, like, he, like uh, kissed every, uh, yeah, yeah, he kissed everyone. Like, every wife that came there, he had to kiss oh, and was, feel. What was his name? Come here, sweetheart. Let me give you a kiss. Man, I, know I don't this. know, it was almost like, he almost kind of Legendary. looked like he was in Frank Sinatra's family. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was in the, he was in the movie The Running Man yeah, with Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger. He, he was the host there, too. Ah, man. What the hell what was, was his, his name? name? Why can't I remember? Somebody on the text line. Looked like Come a on. Richard. Looked like a dick. Oh, yeah, 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 Richard Dawson. Was it going? Oh, what did it go? go? That's oh, what I'm talking about, my oh. man. Nicely done. Yes. Finishing each other's sentences. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know if we've actually finished each other's sentences. Yeah, you're going for Dawson. No, <laughs> no you didn't. You missed it. That was the Tom Cruise I and know. Ben Stiller MTV Awards, right? Man, we had that. We could have <laughs> nailed that. All right. I know. I didn't give it to you, man. I'm so That's sorry, right. man. So That's all right. We'll get it next time. You say you think Dawson's the best? No, um, I was, no, no, no. No, not Come on, at man. All. Um, I mean, he was pretty good though. I don't I know. Mean, Sajak, Sajak's been doing it with Vanna for a while, yeah, but I think dude. if you if you list Sajak, you, you can't best. list Sajak without without, and that's where I was alluding to. You can't list Sajak without um, Vanna. Um, it's don't get me wrong. A, like it's kind of a dual parent. The institution yeah. of the of Wheel has always been Bob Barker, and I'm you know no slap at him, but. It is for me. It's it's Trebek. Like Trebek. it's oh, it's always Trebek with Jeopardy. Get my vote. When Trebek. did Bob Barker stop being a game show host? When did he sort of retire from? Two thousand seven. He's Price after, is Right. Was right? it after the odds? Was it in the? It was, was it in two thousand teens? No, it was in the odds. I, I want to say it was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I know Drew Carey was his, his successor, and he's still doing it now. Yeah. Um. And, like, the show is just completely different because it was all like, oh, yeah, Barker was, like, the star of the show. Drew Carey's just kind of, like, the host. It was 2007. Dang. And I hate to do this, but I was was seven, and I don't really remember much before 2007. Barker Barker had that iconic voice, too. But I do know who Bob Barker is. Did you see Happy Gilmore? I... Yeah, I've seen. I've, it's one of, I've seen on TV in like bits and pieces. I don't know if I've seen the full movie. I've seen the Bob Barker, famous. That bit. was a that was a very famous bit because you always have seen Bob Barker is very gentlemanly. You know what I mean? Like class um, all the way. But nothing know? but class. Like the epitome of class. Yeah. Um, and and like, unlike Richard Dawson, <laughs> I don't ever I don't ever remember him ever putting his hands anywhere near a woman's. Not on TV. Area. Anyways. Well, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> Not on TV. <laughs> I think he had a couple. Like of I said, I don't ever remember line, watching but... that happen. But yeah, Bob Barker was, uh, to me, in my opinion, was the epitome of class. Richard Dawson was was entertaining, yeah, to say the least. Definitely he was a man, man of his time. <laughs> <Yeah>, definitely <laughs> a man. Of, he uh, he was like um, the guys in in uh, you know, Mad Men? in Mad Men. Yeah, that's exactly where Pretty I was much. going. Yeah. The guys in Mad Men, man. Um, it was. I mean, again, fascinating to watch. I ended up being like a Hilarious. game show connoisseur. So I'm like, you know, Peter yeah. Tamarkin from Pressure Luck. May he rest in peace as well. You know, uh, obviously Mark Summers from Double Dare. Steve, I thought, Steve Harvey's oh, dude, pretty he's damn good. Like, I still, I watch, I still watch Family Feud. Of, uh, Seacrest. Uh, Is American Idol a game family, show? Like, he's good, man. He's just a solid host. But like Ray Combs, I'm gonna I thought he was I'm going to throw a funny. question back. What's the horniest gaming <laughs> 
uh, game show community out there because I would say Family Feud's a very horny community. Oh, they man, come up, just the they jokes. come up there. It's not just that, like, <laughs> and like the the, the, the distractions the they try to make the yeah. to distract the other team. I like oh, how man. Steve Harvey's always exasperated with the guests on that show. 100. He always pretends maybe like whatever he heard is shocking. Maybe I love it's it. To think that they never wanted to bring that show back. They that, said it wasn't going to work. That show is maybe it's just that show it's just that, Steve that Harvey, creates bro. the. That, uh, I don't know, that, uh, that environment. It gives of, that electricity. Hey, uh, come here, let me kiss you, girl. I feel like in my... It's like Temptation Island, except oh, it's a game show. Oh, now that show. <laughs> oh, you've seen Temptation Island? Jack, you've seen Temptation Island? I haven't, but I was, I was watching some Love Island with my girlfriend yesterday, and I love to pretend like I hate the reality shows that she watches. But they are just. Oh the man, best. have you been on? Have you gotten down on a? Oh, I can't believe we're talking about um, this, but yes. Below deck yet? <laughs> no. Oh, below deck is where it's at. I oh, feel that like is, that is nothing but filth. That is just great. That is that, what? <laughs> yes. That's just like, great trash TV to watch. When I was yeah. a kid, it was all singing shows. Game shows are a little more like of the. Hold on, the stop. 60s what do you era. mean? Singing shows? Like you grew like, up with High School Musical? Singing shows? Yeah, like, like American Idol was really big. Oh, and, like, I America's thought you were talking about Rodgers and Hammerstein and yeah. stuff like that. I thought you were just like a about, musical. Yeah, <laughs> High School yeah, Musical. My grandma did to me, man. I was just like Jack. I was gonna go buy you a beer. I went to this singing I'll show. I'll still buy you a beer. Broadway. I was assuming you were watching Glee or something. No, no. Or Rent. Oh yeah, but yeah, they were singing shows, that, and now it's no, like weird dating shows on islands. With what was the movie with, um, with the the dolls? Like the dolls. Team, oh, America. Team America, the Team, South Park. Everybody guys? has a. <laughs> <laughs> were they made lease or whatever? Oh, the parodies on Matt everybody. Damon. Yes, they, Matt they Matt oh, my, my parents saw Book of Mormon, and I am jealous. Oh my god, where oh, where they saw it live? Oh, wow. So sweet. I've been uh, waiting to go. Let's, what's the next question? Hey, We've gone okay, down okay, nothing man, but yeah, avenues of uh, No, of it's all good, man. I'll, I'll bring it back a little bit. We were talking about unfortunate people passing away. Pro wrestling, too. God, the big man, keep... You know? Okay. But, like, uh, Terry Funk. Oh, you know, you know, rest in peace. You know, may he rest in peace. But it got me thinking. He appears in Roadhouse and in Over the Top. And I think he steals the scene size he's in. So, is Terry Funk, you know, is sneakily? Yeah, he's in Over the Top. With Stallone. He's the door, doorman bodyguard. Is he like the best cameo pro wrestler actor of all time? Like Smasher Pass? Best cameo, uh, best cameo, maybe. Uh, the best pro wrestling actor. You're just gonna give it Cena. to him. Cena. Cena. Um, I don't know, Batista, Hogan? bro. Oh no, you're right. Batista. Batista. He's an actual actor. He like does performances. Like I'm, The Rock is The Rock in every movie, but, but David Batista is like a thespian. What Man about, goes for it. What yeah. about Roddy Piper in Sunny? And they live. And Roddy Piper was the maniac, and it's always sunny, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, he is the maniac. If we're going athletes, I, I maybe for professional wrestlers, but if we're going athletes, I, I'm giving it up to OJ. To OJ? Naked Gun, he is good <laughs> oh, in those movies. Oh, oh, my gosh. That is a quality. Oh, Shaq. Shaq was yeah. Shaq's is pretty good. I, I liked him in Blue LeBron. LeBron in that Space Bill Hader movie in Space Jam. Um, mm-hmm. What about, oh, no, LT. In uh, any given Sunday. Oh, actually, and in the Water Boy. I, I don't feel do like cocaine, kids. Carl Weathers. I feel like LT's testimony in just some of the dialogue that he like, especially that scene with Jamie Fox in the locker room or in the steam room, where he talks about how like when a man looks back on his time, he yeah, it's it's he wants to be better than his time just in pads and cleats. And I'm paraphrasing, but I feel like that was a legitimate. Like testament or testimony from Lawrence Taylor, I, like I really feel like that was his feelings trying to be poured out to the re- like that was 
his ad like he wasn't acting monologue. like right like that was he just turned it up to 11 there. you do know apollo creed carl weathers did he have was, a very short he was like a one-year a, nfl career he was a nfl uh for dude, Lions? And that guy was i feel uh, like he was either raiders i, I want to say raiders uh, but that guy yeah you have to think about his film career i mean besides happy gilmore you know the rocky predator. franchures yeah predator predator Awesome in Predator. To think that he went toe to toe with Action Jackson. He was Action Jackson. He was Action Jackson. Jackson. That's right. (laughs) He was Action Jackson. This is very interesting. He did play for the Carl Weathers. He did play for the Raiders, but he also played for a team called the Lions in the CFL. That's where I remember him from. There you go. Linebacker. Hey, San Diego State. Let me tell you something because your boy right here was a Baltimore Stallions fan. So I do have CFL history. Uh, Not that that Carl Weathers was in the CFL during that time. Um, or 95. 92. The early 70s. Nine, th- yeah, well, that's where Brothers was. But the Baltimore Stallions was 93, 94. Okay. We had Tracy Ham, Mike Pringle. Tracy Ham was the quarterback, baby. Um, we won the Great Cup. Actually won the Great Cup. What? You guys won the championship? Yeah. In our second year, first or second year. You guys ever get used to the whole three-down Mike Pringle thing? was my favorite quarter, uh, favorite running back, though. He actually had a little bit of time in the NFL, too, after the CFL. Did did you end up like enjoying like the spread out? Field I just like football in and general. The three downs and like the guy getting to run before the yeah. Play I mean, I I didn't mind. And then also like people, I don't know if people understand this too. Like a touchback is called a single, right? So if you if you're the team receiving the ball and you take a touchback and knee it in the end zone, you give the other team a point. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You ever catch any six man football? I actually played eight man football. Eight man in the okay. Marine Corps. Did, yeah. did they have a? Because I, I, my school, I went to a very small school. We'd had six man football, and you had to. There were two transfers of the ball before like the quarterback could run. Is there a similar rule? No, in there wasn't no? a rule there. No, it was um, an eight man. Obviously, like the down linemen were were different, but uh, it, the only real differential was just the, you know the space. You know, what I mean, just trying to utilize that open space a lot more and take it you know make it an, an advantageous point of attack oh yeah six man all the scores are like it's like into the it's 70s a, yeah, into it, the it's 80s. not instead of it because you know how like in 11 in 11 man football you're looking for that vulnerability or that weakest link in the line or you're looking where to attack you know where can we penetrate we, you know obviously this team's too fast you know is there is there some place on the interior where we can attack and everything um in in eight man you're looking for space. All right, where's the area that we can attack? You're not looking for personnel. You're looking, all right, all right, right there. That's that's space. We can get into space. Uh, we can spread teams out and utilize. Like, at that point, we didn't really use a skilled quarterback. We used a fast quarterback. We spread teams out and forced one-on-ones, and then it basically came into uh, to practice, you know, one-on-one practice drills. Like, make the man miss, beat your man, and then go. Like and you had to be, you have to be really good at open field tackling when you're playing eight or six yeah. man football. Man, it, it sounds like flag football almost. It's but, pretty I mean, similar. But you're Except hitting tackling. You're hitting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the we did they have like a 45 rule? That was something that we had at school where if you were up by 45, either at the half or oh, at any no. time in the second half, the game would be over. No. So that that was the one cool thing about six man football is while the game was out of hand at that point, you could have a walk off touchdown. Yeah, we've no. seen like State like in the middle of the third quarter, you could break one off no, and the game would, would just be over. You'd beat the hell weird. out of people in the. In, there was no submission. You'd yeah, beat, some beat some of our games were like 45 minutes. Like yeah. we we would get. Killed or we would be up by forty five and the game wow. would just be over at halftime. Late armor reconnaissance, strange. baby. We won the we won the commander's cup. That's awesome. And then I deployed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got to play one season and then I deployed. 
But anyways, that, that was fun. Best season ever, though, man. We got we to gotta take a break, though. On the other side, we will have Al Walsh coming on and talking about all the green that you need in your pocket, getting you ready for your Sunday's kickoff. Well, next week will be even a better Sunday kickoff. It's the Wagner Wire, 1027 ESPN Austin. It's just a restless feeling by my side. Welcome back to the Wagner Wire, 1027 ESPN Austin. Make sure you guys join the conversation, 512-834-1027. Pretty easy, or you can hit me up on socials. Not to fake wags on the X and then... Throw it up. The Wagner Wire. Yeah, throw it up. Degeneration. <laughs> oh, the, dude, I love Degeneration X. The, so did I, man. The one, two, three kid. Oh, man. Getting his time. Getting his showing. X-Pac. X-Pac, baby. That's when I could actually love the Heartbreak Kid. Everybody said I would look like the Heartbreak Kid. Do you kid remember going up. through the hallways at your high school and just, like, giving everybody, like, the chop as you Oh, just, like, I still by. do it. I still do it to my wife. <laughs> just like, boom. The chop out of nowhere. Boom. Uh, Jack, we lived in a different <laughs> we lived in a different time where that was different acceptable. Time. Different was time. Hey, you know uh, you know who's acceptable all the time? The obligatory go-to Al Walsh Bands. Awesome. Oh, Al Walsh! You can find him on Twitter at fourteen a dot Walsh. He is like I just said, the obligatory go-to for this show. Joins us now on the Woods Hotline. What's going on, Mr. Walsh? How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually standing here like a creep uh, by a tree over at uh, Rutgers University Golf Course. Wait, are you, so are you peeping from behind the tree, licking your lips and rubbing your hands? It would appear that way. Oh, God. That's not, that's not what I'm really doing. That's not looking, what I'm really doing. Looking just, at somebody eating a glizzy? I didn't want to be in the center of anybody, you know, like talk, <laughs> you know, talking to Austin and the rest of the world wide web, so... Right on. I, I just I picture you watching somebody eating a glizzy while just doing that little meme from behind. The I'm tree. not listen unless unless the glizzy is on the um I guess the uh, what do you call it like the the fryer top right. I'm not a boiled hot dog Neat kind of like good if I if I see the hot dogs are being boiled, I'm gonna vomit in my mouth immediately, and there will be no glizzies. Right? Same they here. have to be they have to be on like the iron top. They gotta, gotta be the grill, grill something. Yep. Got to be a girl. I'm with that. And I like them. I like them burnt to a crisp too. So, so you know what? That's Walsh. That's why you're the best, dude. That's why you. That's Indeed. why you're the guru. And, also, and and how about this one? Chili and mustard. Chili and mustard. That's the classic cone. The classic cone. Regular that's, yellow. That's the one. There that's it is. The one right there. My folks. guy. My guy. The killer right there. Ooh. All right. Hey, what else? What's the killer for the green today, too, bro? Um, and first off, we do have um, people that are just tuning into the show. We got some new people here today. So mm. this is our guy, Al Walsh. He is the obligatory go-to. Make sure you follow Hello. him at 14a.walsh. He does everything for Caesar's Palace here. And that, that's Caesar's Sportsbook. I love the uh, But we, we, we do. We stay at Caesar's Palace a lot. And uh, like I said, any questions that you have, make sure you address Mr. Walsh here. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So the big moves today. I know it's going to seem like a homer move, but – the, the St. Louis Cardinals are not a very good baseball team. And the only time 
it, it feels like the only time they win is the last game of a series. They're trying to avoid the sweep. All of a sudden, they become this great baseball team. Not today, my, not today. Uh, Phillies, they're going to go for the sweep. They're going to win big today. You got Nola on the mound. He's got phenomenal numbers lifetime against uh, Arenado and Goldschmidt. If I'm not mistaken, I think combined against the two, uh, they're like six for 38 or six for 40 or something like that. It's just, it, it, it's not looking good for them. Um, the Cardinals are going to do damage. It's usually against the lefty. And, you know, I think Nola, yeah, that, that's where I have the most faith in him is at home. Uh, on the road, sometimes he can just kind of get carried away with things. But I do think that that home crowd plays a big factor you know, for him today. So definitely going Philly's run line today. Another run line I want to go with, uh, the Blue Jays over the Guardians. So the Blue Jays got Kikuchi on the man today, and Cleveland is the second-worst team against left-handed pitching. On the other side of things, you got Noah Syndergaard. I know, you know, it, it seems like he found a little some-some yeah. while he was there in Cleveland, but we, we know. know who this guy is. And yeah. the thing is, listen, if, if Toronto gets guys on base, they got a couple guys in that lineup that can steal some bases. So that's a big, you know, it, it's almost an automatic when a guy gets on first base, he's getting a second base against Syndergaard. So, uh, you know, maybe you're, you're George Springer's, you're Whit Merrifield, guys like that. Uh, they can motor it around the bases and, you know, keep, keep the lineup going for us today. So those two, those two run lines with the 93 World Series rematch of the Phillies and the Blue Jays. Uh-huh. Loving it, man. So, hey, I mean, obviously, Walsh, we know you're a Notre Dame guy, too. You do you, – you love your Rutgers. You got you throw the Rutgers love out there. Why? Why? Because I'm Irish? You just, <laughs> just assume that? No, because you've actually told me before that you like a little bit of Notre Dame and you like some Duke, too. So I wasn't trying to profile, Walsh. No, not, not by any means. That's not what I do here. Um, it, but, my, my guy, so what would you think about college football coming back and, and the boy, the Irish, just beating down – on the Navy midshipmen, 42 to 3. I would just like to thank Wake Forest for that, you know, for that trade transfer. I, I, I just appreciate you guys more than you ever know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Notre Dame looks like a well-oiled machine. I know Navy was supposed to be a team that was, like, uh, big on the, the betting, like, favorites yesterday, right? Like, they were one of the best bets of the day, and Notre Dame made them look absolutely stupid. So, this is this is good news. I know Notre Dame has a very tough schedule. I, I think USC, Georgia, and Clemson all on the schedule. Like you know, that's, yeah, that's it's certainly not going to be easy sledding there for the Irish. But that's a good start. You know, you, you get to win in Dublin, right? Get like, to drink you know, some pints the, afterwards for the, for the fellow Irish faithful. I just saw on TV the other day. It made me sick to my stomach, but now they have a Guinness Zero, so it's a non-alcoholic Guinness, so they basically have chocolate milkshakes in a can now for everybody, but it looks cool in the Guinness can. I guess, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that. I'll just, I'll have the regular pint if you don't mind, and I'll get you one too while we're at it. Oh my God. Uh, What, I mean, what else we have on the slate too? We had USC going up against San Jose State, and then also, how about Vanderbilt going against Hawaii if you were chasing the lines last night? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I, I, um, what did I have? Uh, UMass and New Mexico State, I had the under, and it was 10 10 at half, and going in, you know, the third quarter is like, oh, that's, that's adorable, you know. They get one touchdown, a field goal. Now it's at 30 total points. And then the fourth quarter was just all hell broke loose. Like there was a pick six, there was back-to-back touchdowns, there was another back-to-back touchdown. It was like, 
College football has arrived, baby. Right on. Hey, we are speaking with Al Walsh. He does a lot of lines for Caesars Sportsbook. He works whoa, for – Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I was like phrasing. <laughs> What's what? Am I not allowed? No, that's man. A, that's an odd just... job description right there. <laughs> Am I not allowed to talk about the lines? <laughs> I mean, do you not cut up lines for us? For sports, I do. I do. for sports, I do. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, uh, God, I'm just, so. I didn't want to speak out of turn here. I just wanted to give the people reality. That's it. That's all. Uh-huh. Maybe that, maybe every now and then they'll wind up in a in a Hong Kong alley, in a Hong Kong alley wash. That's all I'm gonna say. And we're just cutting, <laughs> we're just cutting up sports lines to, to way, keep all the confusion uh, around. Are, are you guys big fans of billions? I I haven't turned it on yet. Yeah, man, I haven't, I haven't turned yet. it on yet, man. I gotta, I gotta check it out. I gotta check it. I've been. Yeah, I, I've been slacking on my I, I've been slacking on my TVs, Walsh. Slacking on the TV okay. wa- the TV shows for sure. There's but- a there's a scene in so I guess it's like the the trailer for the final season of Billions. But there's a scene where they're at Wohop where I took you that one night. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm sorry, I had to take a drink. Are you no, kidding me? It all out. It was crazy. Uh, oh my god. You. I, I always I know from all the, all the signed dollar bills on the wall and the celebrity pictures. Yeah, that's. that's I will that's actually be that Leonardo DiCaprio meme when I see that. I will actually <laughs> be that Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Hey Walsh, we uh, we're coming up on the end of it here, so let's talk about what's coming up for this week with what you guys got rolling out. Anything special to what you guys are working on for Week One of college football and NFL? Well, I know. So if you do want to sign up at Caesars, you just make a. a a first bet of at least $50, and then you get $250 in bonus bets. Uh, it, it, it comes out in an awkward way, though. It's every Monday you get $50 in bonus bets for four straight weeks. And then you get bonus bets, too, when you, know, you sign up for the new account. So if you're a patient person, I think you're going to love it because who wouldn't love to start the week off with a $50 freebie? And then... That's one hell yeah, of a way to start works. out your Monday your Monday morning, right? Absolutely. Monday, yeah, absolutely. Monday morning with a little bit of fifty dollars in your pocket and let's bet. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. All right, Walsh. Hey man, I'm loving it, man. Hey, we will get you back on again next week for week one of college football and NFL. Hey, you are the best, the obligatory go-to. Everybody, go to my guy right now on the X and follow him at 14a.walsh. He is Al Walsh, the best in the business, brother. Hey, you be good, man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Happy Sunday, man. Yes, and I didn't get to talk about it, but uh, Dodgers Red Sox over 10. Do it, do it, do it. Dodgers Red Sox. Hey, tell Frank I said what's up. There they go, man. Best in the business right there. Al Walsh and company, man. The I guess you want to call them the, uh, you want to call them the golf guys? Huh? No, that's too stupid. That's a dad. That's a dad that's name a dad and a half. We gotta come up with a better name than that wagger on the spot. All right, hey, don't go nowhere. Got more, uh, more radio on the other side. It's just not us. Uh, <laughs> get ready for your Sunday. Hey, next week, man, it'll be a great time because we'll oh, be getting you know ready it. for the NFL. So come locked and loaded. Have your fantasy football questions uh, ready to be answered, and we'll get you ready for your lines as well for the NFL. Hey. Thank you, guys. We all know the uh, the drill, and we can't make it happen without you all. It is the Wagner Wire on 1027 ESPN Austin. We can't do it without Tom McKay and audiovisual consultations. Big thank you to them as well, and a big thank you to you. Level up, get the dub, and enjoy the ride.